0: Hey parents, welcome to episode four of Parenting Your Sensitive Child. So far, I've been talking a lot about high sensitivity and what it looks like and how it can impact your parenting journey. You know what else impacts your parenting journey? Your circumstances. And really, it's not just your circumstances, but the way you think about your circumstances and how you respond to them. Parenting a sensitive child is a circumstance. It's a circumstance that can in itself feel really challenging. And then you throw other circumstances in the mix, like, I don't know, a global pandemic, and your life can start to feel like a shit show. And really, that's what I want to focus on today the shit show. We place a lot of pressure on ourselves as parents in today's culture, today's society, to live up to a certain standard. We also really want to do right by our kids, and we certainly don't want to be that family. You know the one. Their kids are running all over at the restaurant, screaming and throwing things and losing it when it's time to leave the park. Their kids never get along, and maybe when they grow up, they're not even speaking to each other anymore as adults. We don't want to be that family, but for most of us, we secretly worry that we are, especially if our children are highly sensitive and emotions run high. Life as a parent in general sometimes feels like a shit show, so it's no surprise that that just gets amplified when parenting a sensitive child. And when it does, most parents either beat themselves up for letting it get this bad and not having it figured out by now, and then they overcompensate and try too hard to fix it, or they throw in the towel, so to speak, because they feel like there's nothing they can do. It's a shit show. It just is. We'll wait it out, and eventually they'll be fine. Everybody's going to be fine. Now, that second one often seems like the better option. It seems like choosing the path of acceptance rather than resistance. But really, it's fueled more by resignation than acceptance. When you believe there's nothing you can do and it just is what it is, you do nothing. I want to offer you an alternative way of thinking about this. When life feels out of control and your circumstances just feel hard. I want to help you approach this in a way that really allows you to ground into acceptance and ultimately growth. And I don't know if you noticed this, but all of those responses that I ran through just now are really just resistance wearing different masks. It shouldn't be this way, so I'm going to try to fix it. Or it shouldn't be this way, and I don't know how to fix it, so there must be something wrong with me. Or I can't do anything about it, so I'm just going to let it be. There's nothing you can do, so you're reluctant to even look at it. The underlying problem in each of those scenarios is resistance to what's actually happening, an unwillingness to allow it, to face it, and actually look at it. An unwillingness to lean into the uncomfortable emotions that accompany it all. But here's the thing. The shit show is part of our human experience, and it's a hundred percent part of parenting. Nothing has gone wrong at all. Honestly, like we can't escape it, but we can remember that shit is fertilizer, and when we're in the thick of it, we're coming face to face with our own challenges, our own flaws and our children's. If we're willing to allow all of the shit and actually look at it, we can absolutely grow through this experience. Now, it's possible to hear this and layer a message of positivity on top of it. I want to be clear that this is not what I'm saying, so I don't want you to take this and translate it into a message of pure positivity. I don't mean that you should get excited about the challenges you face and the personal growth that's going to come out of it. In fact, if that's where where you're landing with it, it's very likely that you won't see the growth or results that you want as quickly because there's an element of denial. Being a part of the shit show doesn't feel good. Trying to make it into something good requires that you deny your discomfort. And when we deny our feelings, they tend to stick around longer. So jumping into positivity is not what it's about here. Instead, I want to encourage you to focus on acceptance. We have to accept that this is a part of our current reality. Thoughts like, I've got to fix this, or it shouldn't be this hard, or I don't like where this is headed, and even I don't want to be that family are thoughts that create resistance. We want to be able to look at those thoughts and start redirecting our minds to something more neutral, something that allows us to feel acceptance. So I want to give you a few different thoughts to try on. I don't have to feel good about this in order to accept it. Life is 50-50. Good doesn't last forever and neither does bad. I'm willing to experience life fully, the good and the bad. I want you to just try on those thoughts and notice if they generate a sense of acceptance in you. We're looking for a thought that generates a feeling of acceptance for you. So these thoughts might work. They might not, you can keep exploring and finding ones that do. Now, a big part of acceptance is being willing to follow, to feel the full range of human emotions and not all human emotions are comfortable. This is really important to hear. The goal is not and never was to have a perfectly happy life. There are times when you actually want to feel negative or uncomfortable emotions. A funeral or the loss of a loved one is a classic example. If you're dealing with something that's coming up with your child and you're feeling frustrated, you need to be willing to allow that frustration. It makes sense for that frustration to be there. Okay, so often we try to shut it down. We want to start accepting the negative emotions that we experience as parents just as much as we embrace the positive. The thing is, like, we've really come to put so much emphasis on positivity as a culture that we've lost touch with our ability to just allow the hard stuff, to sit with it, to name it, to notice how it feels in our bodies. When we start to do this, When we start to accept our lives instead of resist them, we've got to create space for our emotions. We have to allow our emotions to be there. It's okay if parenting feels hard sometimes. It's okay to feel frustrated or angry or sad. It's okay to experience grief, especially if the way parenting looks for you right now is a far cry from what you once envisioned. The more we normalize the full range of human emotions, the better equipped we are for the experience of them, the more willing we are to allow them when they come up. And here's the cool thing. When we're willing to look at them and experience experience them, when we're willing to say, I'm thinking it shouldn't be this hard. Of course, I'm feeling hopeless. And then give that hopelessness space to be there give ourselves space to cry instead of looking away and trying to push through, we're going to get through it faster. Our emotions hang out longer when we resist them. And once you really see all this, once you're aware of what you're thinking and you give yourself space to process your emotions, you can start to shift your thinking to more neutral and believable thoughts. Those thoughts we were trying on a few minutes ago. You don't want to rush this, though. You don't want to rush yourself into embracing a new thought. You have to make a point of allowing the old thought to be there. You have to give it a give it your attention. And once you've sat with it and you've sat with the emotions that are coming up as a result of your thinking, then you can start to shift your focus to more useful thoughts like, These are just a few more examples. I have the resources to work through this. What's challenging for me might be a sign of growth for them. I can handle this. And one of my favorites is shit is fertilizer. Think about that. Fertilizer accelerates growth. It accelerates growth as long as you're not overwatering or underwatering or as long as you're not doing too much or doing too little at the same time. We have to keep our baseline of engagement and trust that the fertilizer is gonna do its job. Cultivating acceptance without judgment is really the key to this. So if we can accept the emotions that we're feeling when things feel really hard, If we can allow ourselves to go there and name our, I keep coming back to this. We have to name our emotions. We have to identify where they show up in our body and just get really curious about it without any judgment, without any sense of hurry, without rushing ourselves on to the next state, to feeling better, to solving the problem. When we avoid actually processing our emotions. It's kind of like trying to stuff a jack-in-the-box into the box. We try to shove it down and put it away, but there's all this tension beneath the surface, and we don't really know when it's going to pop back out at us again. So it makes us more reactive. It makes us more likely to explode in response to our kids' emotions. And that's the pattern that we wanna break. We wanna stop shoving things down, shoving things away and get into the practice of just allowing the shitty emotions that come along with life, with the shit show that we're in to be there, allowing them and processing them so that we can move forward in a more supportive, a more grounded, more connected way. Sometimes we try to let ourselves off the hook and we tell ourselves that there's just too much going on to do this work right now. And I want to counter that and ask you to really consider everything that I talked about here today and consider the possibility that right now in the middle of Everything that's happening for you is the best time to get started. So go back and re-listen. If you need to, take some notes, pull what you can from this episode and start putting it into practice. And I'll catch you in the next episode. Listen, if you're enjoying this podcast, I'd appreciate it if you'd take a few minutes to leave a review. It'll help other parents find the podcast, and more importantly, it'll help more grown-ups see their kids' sensitivity as the strength it truly is.